Thank you, Father Nicholas. Am I coming through? Can you hear me okay? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Uh, <clears throat> to quote the uh, patron of our church in Madison, Mississippi, St. Peter, it is good that we are here. And speaking also on behalf of myself and my wife, Huria Janet, uh, we are so delighted to be here worshiping the Holy Trinity together with you on this feast of the Dormition of the Theotokos. We love to come here because we love you. And for many years we have considered St. Athanasius Church as a home away from home. Uh, to see so many familiar faces as well as many new ones brings great joy to both of us. It is really good to be here with my beloved brother, Father Nicholas and Huria Jan, uh, my father in Christ, Father John Braun, as, as Father Nicholas had said, uh, without whose presence in my life I would, would most certainly not be here at all. And so many others that have impacted my life. Our first trip here was just before Christmas in 1976. Uh, we drove out here with uh, Dan and Judy Braun, uh, who were moving back here from uh, Nashville at the time. At that time in our lives, we were of the mentality to not celebrate Christmas because of various and sundry, this was pre-Orthodox days, obviously, uh, because of various and sundry youthful rebellious attitudes. <laughs> so we get to Father John Braun's house when we first arrived, and what did he do but put Janet to work wrapping all of his Christmas gifts? <laughs> well, I knew right then and there, change was coming. The, the winds of change were beginning to blow even way back then. This was an early indication that we were headed toward some changes in our lives. Indeed, many of the changes were in, which ensued over the course of the years seemed cataclysmic, not the least of which was our understanding of the Virgin Mary. In 1976, Janet and I certainly believed that she had given birth to our Lord Jesus Christ in a miraculous way. We had no problem referring to her as the Virgin Mary. Our reactions were against the secularism and crass materialism which in our minds had rendered the celebration of the virgin birth of Christ to opening gifts on Christmas Day, fun, food, and fellowship. Among the many things that we did not understand about the Virgin Mary, then perhaps the most profound was that she was not only the mother of Christ, but she was also and is also our mother in a spiritual sense. If we've been joined to Christ in holy baptism, we have died, our life is hidden in Christ, and his mother has become our mother. We have been adopted, brought into the family of God. I think that's why we feel so comfortable here, because your family to us. I hope you feel the same way as well. Uh, that's what the church is about. It's living. It's organic. It's not some cold, sterile place. Um, it's the people of God. Back home, we have, uh, like you, we have a summer school, vacation church school with our children. 
And every time, every year, uh, we couldn't do it last year because of the uh, pandemic, but we did uh, start it again this year. I always ask the children, if this building were to burn down today, would we still have a church? <laughs> and the, the first time I asked that question, boy, I thought their eyes were going to pop out of their head, and they were just all going, no, it's gone. <laughs> we don't have it. It's gone. But there was one child, Jacob Skirtek, I'll never forget it. He said, no, no, the church is not the building, it's the people. It's the body of Christ. When by the grace of God we entered into that one holy Catholic and apostolic church in 1987, we began to grasp the fact that we had joined God's family. We learned to worship the Holy Trinity and to honor those saints whose lives had been transformed to exhibit the love of God. All of this was made possible by the humble obedience of the Virgin Mary to God's work in her. The tradition of the one holy Catholic and apostolic church is that when she died, the apostles were miraculously transported to her deathbed and they, while they mourned her passing, they discovered that her body, just like her son's, had disappeared from its tomb. She had been received bodily into heaven. So the church teaches and reminds us today that, while, while, that when he had completed that work in her, he called her home to her place in the heavenly kingdom of God. And she, everything that she is, we hope to be. Not only did she taste death, but the testimony of the Orthodox Church is that she, like her son, rose to heaven bodily after three days in the tomb. Just as, our, uh, just, just as her son, the Lord Jesus Christ, could not be held by corruption, neither could she. Through her obedience, my friends, she became a ladder into heaven for us uh, <clears throat> through her son. The icon of the feast expresses beautifully, on the one hand, the mourning of the apostles over her repose, and on the other, the Lord's reception of her body dressed in swaddling clothes, just as the Lord was when the Virgin Mary had received him. This gives us blessed hope and assurance that when our time comes to depart this life, we will not be alone, but will be accompanied by the angels and prayer on, on our behalf by our Mother in Heaven. Neither you nor I were called by God to do what she did. And every one of us has a calling to change, to be conformed and transformed to the likeness of God. That calling is a holy calling. I don't know about you, but there are many days, many days that I fall flat on my face in that regard. In times like that, we need her intercession on our behalf, and she has the capacity as the mother of God to advocate for us before God and to comfort us and protect us. She does this because we are her children and she loves us. Like any good mother, she tends to her children. Today we remember that she stands in the presence of the Holy Trinity and prays for us. We are not strangers to her and she is not indifferent to our needs and our suffering. She has preceded us into heaven in both body and soul and issues powerful 
and efficacious intercessions for those who call on her for help. May we remember and take courage from her glorious dormition that she, in similar manner to our Lord Jesus Christ himself, has prepared the way to the kingdom of God. Her entire life was a life of virtue. George Gabriel, in his, uh, his book entitled Mary the Untrodden Portal, writes, At the Annunciation, totally accepting God's will and giving herself unreservedly into the hands and providence of God, she became the new Eve, our new mother. In obedience and love toward God, she accepted a conception and a motherhood never known before freely committing to him all the powers of her soul and body in the service of his will. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. My dear friends and brothers and sisters in Christ, in this family which we experience as the church, may we be diligent to hear the word of God and keep it, just as she did just as the mother of God did. I want to remind you, maybe you don't believe this, but let me, let me remind you that God is working in you. And that work in you is important. It's just as important to Him as anything else that happens in the body of Christ. That work is important. It is not just important for you, it is important for those around you. A Saint Seraphim of Sarab's famous statement, something to the effect of, save yourself, you'll save thousands of others around you. Because there is a rippling effect when we draw near to God, and He draws near to us. Others sense that. Others benefit from that. It's not just about you. It's about you and many others. You have the privilege of participating in the ministry of God. Do not forsake that. Set your mind and heart to completing that to which God has called you. You can't do it by yourself. God knows this. The Virgin Mary knows this. You will be helped, but you have to have the will to do it, to finish what God has begun in you. God is with us, we sing in the church, and so is our mother, the Theotokos. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.